Blog Talk Radio. Please stay tuned for Brandon's Buzz. I'm Joan Van Ark, and the buzz is hot. So if you feel that you just can't take it, and your world isn't what it seems, don't forget that life can be what you make it, baby, when you live on a street of dreams. Hey, this is Nia Peoples, and you're with Brandon's Buzz. Place to be. Hey, this is Peggy Scott Addison. Guess what? I am buzzing with my man Brandon on Brandon Buzz. This is Michael Brainerd on Brandon Buzz. Are you Buzz? This is Maya Bialik, and you are lucky enough to be listening to Brandon Buzz. Hey guys, and welcome to Brandon's Buzz. It is March 11th. Let me make sure I have that right. Is it March 11th? Yes, it is. March 11th, 2009. 5 p.m. here in Texas. It's 6 p.m. back east and 3 p.m. on the west. And I have a great guest today and uh, 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 a great plan for the next couple of weeks. This is actually my last live show for uh, for the next couple of weeks. My day job schedule gets really, really, really intense uh, in the back half of March, and so I'm taking a, a couple of weeks hiatus uh, from the show because, you know, juggling everything is just impossible, but what I'm doing is I'm cutting together some best-of shows to air in my absence, so I won't be totally black, and uh, those will be scheduled, and you can find out. I haven't scheduled them yet, but I will schedule them uh, before Friday, and you can find out complete information on my show's website, blogtalkradio.com slash Buzz or on my blog, brandonsbuzz.com. Um, you can go, you can check out what's coming up. And then in April, I'll be back on the air live with some great guests. I've got uh, singer Jan Arden. I've got a singer, a great singer named Jimmy Demers. I've got uh, a former actor and now a landscape designer, Nicholas Walker. He was on Capitol years ago. He was on One Life to Live. He was on Santa Barbara. Uh, he's now a landscape designer working with Kathy Ireland, and they have a book coming out uh, directly this season. And so he'll be on the show to talk about his life now, his life then. It's going to be great. So I've got some great things lined up. And as I said, best of shows coming up in the next couple of weeks because I won't be on the air because, um, as I said, my day job schedule gets totally crazy uh, the back end of March, and it's just impossible to juggle everything. So something has to give, and unfortunately it has to be the show. So um, quickly, you can go to the show's website, blogtalkradio.com slash Buzz, and you can listen to old shows and you can download old shows, and you can also uh, rate and make comments about the shows, and I encourage you to do any and all of that. Uh, the guys at Blog Talk Radio, they really look at those things. They look at the stats. They look at the, uh, the um, comments. They look at the listener ratings. They, listen, they, they look at how many times shows have been listened to. They, they look at all of that stuff, and that helps keep me on the air. So um, you know, the more we can get those stats up, the more we can keep the, the comments coming, um, the better off it is for the show and for me as a host. Um, so by all means, leave comments, and you can also drop me an email from the site and let me know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what you'd like to see on the show. Uh, you can also come to brandonsbuzz.com, my blog. There is a full radio archive uh, underneath the radio tab. Just click the radio button, and you can also email me from there and leave comments there about the show and what you like about the show. Also, you can find me on iTunes. I'm on iTunes, guys. Uh, type Brandon's Buzz in the iTunes search box. Go down to the podcast section and click on me, 
and you can subscribe to the show and have them automatically download to your iTunes whenever a new show is posted, or you can download individual old shows as podcasts. Uh, so there's no excuse not to find me. I'm all over the Internet. Just uh, Google Brandon's Buzz, and surely something will come up that will catch your eye and that you'll like. Uh, and by all means, I encourage you to do that. So all the program notes are done. I have a great show today. My guests today have co-created and maintained OneTreeHillWeb.net, the Internet's most amazing, most comprehensive portal of information about the CW's Smash drama series, consisting of a complete archive of episode, cast, and music information, and they've come by the buzz this evening to discuss their incredible website, as well as to talk about what's in store for the gang from Tree Hill as their sixth season comes to a close. Please welcome to Brandon's Buzz today the webmasters of OneTreeHillWeb.net, Courtney and Nellie. Hi. Hi. Hey, guys. How are you all? We are doing great. How are you? Doing well. It's, it's such a thrill to have you on the show. I, I've been a big fan of, of One Tree Hill for a long time and uh, also a big fan of the site you guys are on. It's really incredible. Well, thank you. We've been One Tree Hill fans since, since then, too. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. So, so uh, let's do a quick rundown of, of uh, the boring stuff. Where were you born? Where were you raised? Well, Courtney and I are actually sisters. Oh, okay. So we, yeah. we were born in Jersey, and we've lived in Jersey for pretty much our whole lives. So. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've pretty much just been here this whole time. Excellent. And, and uh, uh, how old are you guys? I am um, I'm Nellie. I'm 24. Wow. Yeah, I'm 21. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. We spent, like, a good portion of our late teen years on <laughs> Montreal. <Tree> Hill. <laughs> We've been doing the site since I was, like, 15, so I just, like, I think about when, where'd the time go? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you uh, in some ways, you have kind of a, kind of an online scrapbook of your, of your teen years, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. Because yeah, we did sites before One Tree Hill for other things, like music artists, and we have our own online magazine that we, you know, do online. Everything's online. We interview other people, and... You yeah, know, my life is documented. <laughs> yeah. And so, when you were when you were kids, I mean, were you always kind of interested in in computers and and you know, I mean, when did you first figure out about the internet and about computers and and you know, kind of get interested in that? Um. Well. Um. Aside from taking computer class in school and stuff, we weren't really like into web design. We were just okay. pretty much like learning the basics. But um, our mom was in like um, computer like engineering and analytics and stuff. And um, we grew up around the music entertainment business. Wow. So we kind of always had the interest like in music. And then from there on, we started working with music artists and stuff. And we just started developing like online promotion, which started doing websites and then that's pretty much how that got started. And then when Wintry Hill came along, we just wanted to support the show in some way we could, and that's what we thought of doing. But as and far as, like, learning the website stuff, we basically taught ourselves, so. Wow. Yeah. We taught ourselves, you know, like, web building and, and design. That's pretty incredible. So do you, have a, do you have a kind of a team of people working with you, or is it just you guys? It's, it's us. just us. Wow. It's us. We, um, we, have, uh, we have one more person who works with us, um, but it's pretty much just us who maintain the website. Yeah. And so, kind of in, in terms of wrapping your head around, I mean, you know, I've, 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 I started my own blog last April, and so it's we're coming up on a year now. And um, just, I wasn't, I mean, I knew a little bit about computers, but I didn't know much about stuff like HTML codes and you know stuff like that. So, 
when you when you first started this, was wrapping your head around all of that crap just kind of uh, was, did it come easy to you, or, or did you was it very much a no. trial by fire? No, honestly, this is Courtney, by the way. And when I first started seeing things about HTML, because I was I didn't like take computer class for very long, and I, I kind of like I stopped taking it for a while. So JavaScript and HTML, I pretty much didn't even know the difference. <laughs> I did not know what I was doing. I wow. thought managing a website was like managing my AOL homepage. And then <laughs> I was like, do I just like kind of like drop, like click it and drop it and move it everywhere? And my sister was like, no, no, no. So we started just learning tutorials and stuff. And wow. <laughs> kind of split it. I, I basically do the, um, the HTML coding and stuff. And then she was all into the graphics. Courtney does all of our graphics on our website. I have no part in that. <laughs> so the the way that it actually looks, that's all her. So. Uh, don't don't say that though. You do so much on it. So. <laughs> yeah, but not the graphics. That's all you. <laughs> so how long did it take you before you really kind of had the hang of it in terms of you know getting your mind wrapped around the, I mean you know the the language of of website design and HTML. It kind of has its own strange beauty to it, but but you really have to kind of wrap your mind around it. So how long did it take you to really kind of get the hang of it? Well, I'm still trying to get the hang of it, but because, I mean, there's there's new things I learn every day, and there's new things that I, like, I, as far as design goes, I teach myself every day, and we learn new things about with HTML and how we can improve our site. Our site, it looks different every year because we change it to go whenever a season changes. So if you look at our stuff from, like, season one, it looks completely different because we kind of, like, grow with it every year. Absolutely. And, um... But as it did take a while. It we started designing websites in I think 2000, and not until about 2000, like 2002, 2003, were we actually like smooth sailing, where we weren't having trouble designing and stuff like that. So pretty much and about we like had a year, .com. Year. Yeah, <laughs> we got a domain. <laughs> <laughs> and are you are you still on the are you still on the same server that you started out on, or have you have you had to uh, at some point switch to a uh, like a bigger web space? No, we're what, still on the same server. On the same server. Wow. Yeah, we're still on the same one. We have a lot of space, and it's never been that bad to us. Like we've always done pretty well as far as space and bandwidth and all that. So. Yeah. Excellent. A couple times yeah. it's been down over activity, but other than that, <laughs> over activity. Yeah. I mean, you can't really complain about that when the site's down because too many people are coming. But then it's like it inconveniences you when you need to update. <laughs> Especially when it happened right before the season premiere, and you're like, no! I think it was season five, that, or season six, the first day that it premiered. We got over a million people. No, eight million. Oh, yeah, 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 over eight, eight million. It was eight million. Site that wow. day. And we were it down. It was closed down for two days after that. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, it's, it's nice to say, but it's so annoying <laughs> what we're trying to say. <laughs> So do you have any idea kind of kind of during an average week how much time you guys spend kind of working on this? We see 12-hour uh, days. We're on there all the time. In fact, I think right before we called in, I was doing news on time. <laughs> I just updated, I think, at 3 o'clock. <laughs> and do you have other jobs, or is this kind of your primary gig? Well, well we, we, do, we do this, and we have the magazine. So. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. You know, I have a so website. We're, all, we're and, on the computer and, doing something. <laughs> wow, you know, I have a website and a radio show and a full-time job, so I'm, I'm, you know, slowly finding out how time-consuming it all is. And, and um, so, hats off to you guys, seriously. 
Oh, well, thank you. We actually, we, we do the magazine, we do OneTrailWeb.net, but we're, aside from that, we also do graphic design as our business in general. So we're constantly, like, in front of that computer screen. <laughs> like, we do websites for other people. <laughs> yeah. And not just ourselves. When you're not on the computer, what, what do you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure at some point you must say, I have to get away from this for a bit. What we watch One Tree Hill, don't we, Chanel? <laughs> we watch One Tree Hill, and I, on the side, I have my own, like, cookie business. So I make cookies, you know, One Tree Hill cookies, like with the little pictures on them, or I sell them. So <laughs> Courtney helps me with that. But other than that, it's mostly computer work. Yeah, um, I don't, I pretty much just, like, I play my guitar. I, <laughs> I, I just take downtime. I play my guitar. I listen to music. I, I'm a music junkie. I handle the music site the majority because I'm such a junkie. I was pretty much forced now into letting me do the music site. <laughs> I was like, we need to have a music site for One Tree Hill. We need to do one. I'll handle most of it. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was, she I was, does all that. I was telling you before the show started that, that Dawson's Creek, uh, kind of the the show that put the WB on the map uh, before it became the CW, Dawson's Creek had a had a site that was dedicated solely to its music. And um, I, 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 under, I, I must imagine that that was kind of where you got the uh, kind of the impetus for this site. Absolutely. This, this is still Courtney again. Um, when I, I started going to Dawson's Creek Music also, like I think the last two seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, is I've that always, still up, by the way? You know, I think he took it down a ago, but I think he, he's like he's starting to bring it back. I think he had some downtime. But um, I, I, have been a, I was a Dawson's Creek fan since it started. And okay. Okay. I got – I learned from I've learned of so many different artists and songs and stuff from that show, and a lot of my favorites got played. So I was always, I think, paying more attention to what was going on in the background of the show than what was going on on the actual show because I was such a music addict. And so when One Tree Hill started, I think I had about five episodes go by to where I was like, well, you know, this show has they're playing Dashboard Confessional, they're playing Forty Foot Echo, and <laughs> like Gosh. live, they're playing all these great bands. Why aren't people hearing about this? Because at the end of each show, they play like the three main songs that uh-huh. played. But or they sometimes didn't even just one. Yeah, they didn't pay attention yeah. to all, and all these songs just got lost, and people didn't know what it was, and WB wasn't listing it. So I'm like, we need to do something. Exactly. Courtney's going... done so much on that site, though. It's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> when we actually first started the site, we it was my, well, I wouldn't say it was my idea. She kind of came to me. She's like, you want to watch One Tree Hill with me? And I was like, eh, I don't really think so. That's okay. I've got enough TV shows to watch, you know. I and lured her in like, with basketball. Like, <laughs> basketball is like, mm, okay, I'll watch, you know. And then I started watching it, and I was, like, so in love with the show. And then by, I think, the eighth episode, I was like, Court, do you want to, like, make a website for it? <laughs> She's like, we have so much other stuff to do. Why would you want to do that? I was like, because there's nothing on the Internet about it. Like, I would search and try and find out who was on the show, you know, what they had done before, and I couldn't find they didn't, anything. Yeah, they, they didn't have so. very much. They had, um, we, there wasn't anything on any, but there were a couple, I think, a couple of fan pages to them, but mm-hmm. you couldn't find anything that you couldn't find on the WB. It was pretty much their biographies, maybe a couple yeah. of pictures here and there, but mostly about their past careers. There wasn't, there wasn't anything on like fans couldn't find what they were looking for. They couldn't even find birthdays for some of them. It was so scarce. So between that and the music side, I pretty much just locked myself in my room with One Tree Hill and a pad and a pen and used to jot down the lyrics I was hearing. Yeah. 
it came it came in very much under the radar, and it came in the same the same summer that uh, uh, a zeitgeist capturing show named The OC came in. And oh so, dear. You know, <laughs> no, nobody really expected much from from this show. I mean, you know, it just kind of came in very much under the radar. Yeah, but well, I I, I kind of like to think that the Winter Hill is still on air and the OC isn't. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I and think I always said that from the beginning. But <laughs> Once Your Hill's not—it's not like a—it's not a stereotype kind of show. It's not the typical storylines that you would think would come would rise up. You know, mm-hmm. season one, like for instance, it was completely separate. I mean, yeah, you had your little love stories and stuff, but it was pretty much just about two brothers. It wasn't about you know Marissa when she was getting drunk all the time or the. <laughs> random family splitting up or who was popular uh-huh. and who it wasn't like that. And I think that's why I connected to it because like I identified with Peyton and I'm like, wow, this there's a girl on the show who I can identify with more than I think any other show I've ever watched. So she kind of drew, well, Chad Michael Murray actually drew me in, but then <laughs> it was the whole show that, that kept me. So, wow. and I was glad my sister liked it because my sister and I do everything together. <laughs> We do everything together. I have not done one Hill. I've done it by myself. <laughs> yeah. But um, as far as the music side, yeah, uh, Dawson's Creek music definitely in- helped inspire us to do one Hill music. We kind of try and put everything on the site that we want to know. Like when we were like, oh, I like her outfit. Where'd she get it from? We were like, oh, let's do style <laughs> section, you know? And then it's like, wow. who's doing that song? Well, Let's do the music section and and just everything on the site is anything we've ever wanted to know about the show, so we figure other people want to know about it and let's just put yeah, it. Yes, smells there. great. Let's find yeah. out. <laughs> yes, like when you were talking about the OC, I think people would constantly talk about like what they were wearing on the show, but when we'd be sitting there watching, like, oh, hey, her outfit's by Juicy Couture, her outfit's by this, or her her shoes are by that, and I'm like, well, if I know all this, I'm sure there's people out here who want to know this, and then we started Tree Hill Style, and wow. It's always something we're thinking of, like when we're thinking about, I wonder how many people around the world are watching One Tree Hill. Then we start at One Tree Hill Global, and it just, like, it always starts sparks from our own ideas, and then we put it on the site. Exactly. Yeah. I think you that's know, why our, our like a little crowded. It's got a lot on there. <laughs> <laughs> My space <I> layouts. <laughs> I think, I think you know, not to spend too much time on Dawson's Creek, but I think Dawson's Creek's great legacy was it proved definitively the power of television in in really selling and getting people interested in music. I mean, you look at people like, you know, Paula Cole and Edwin McCain who had huge resurgences based on being played on Dawson's Creek or people like uh Heather Nova, uh Sean Mullins, Mary oh, Beth Nova. who who really, you know, uh made their names based on exposure by Dawson's Creek. And so, it, you know, it was kind of the the first show that really took a chance in incorporating lots of music into the drama. And it really kind of set the template for uh, One Tree Hill, Everwood, the shows that came later. Yeah, Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill have, have both even brought music to a younger audience of artists that weren't even, like, big in their time. I mean, like, even Sophie B. Hawkins was able to get more exposure through Dawson's Creek when they had um, uh, a lot of her songs like Lose Your Way play. Absolutely. And on One Tree Hill, they had Elvis Costello play this season. And, That's what um, I was thinking of when you said that. <laughs> yeah, Motley Crue. There's been, like, a lot of stuff that, that they've been playing that – I mean, I'm a huge Elvis Costello fan, but I don't know anybody in my generation who even knows who he is. So I'm like, well, at least we have, like, One Tree Hill to 
help bring that back out. I've got so many emails just strictly from Allison playing this season. <laughs> I saw her put this, this, and I'm like, oh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. And then it started, and I was like, woo! <laughs> you know, once you're all also, you know, they've also had artists on there that you wouldn't normally listen to, like Group One Crew, who yeah, I have group one crew. love now because of One Tree Hill. And, and we got so many requests of who was singing their song, and it's just, I mean, there's a lot of good people that are played on Montreal. So. Uh, Stephen Kellogg and the Sixers actually actually just played on um, uh, an episode not too long back, and I saw them opening up for Hanson last year. I'm like, this is the kind of music that, like, One Tree Hill, like, would be playing, and then sure enough, like, eight months later, I hear about their song you play with Kate Vogel. Uh-huh. Kate Vogel, Tyler Hilton, all these even even Bethany. unknown. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bethany has an amazing voice. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you know, we find some way to hear her because she doesn't have – she has put her album on hold, so we're still waiting for that, eagerly waiting for that. <laughs> and even if you look at somebody like, say, Jimmy Eat World, who had a big radio hit and then kind of fell off the map, um, you know, One Tree Hill has really kind of pushed – I mean, my, my best friend, Sherry Ann, who hasn't called in yet, she's a huge Jimmy Eat World fan, and it's because – she heard them on One Tree Hill and kind of researched their discography. And, you know, uh, I, I mean, bands like that must be must be this show's best friend. I mean. Well, yeah. Well, I think what, what happens is oh, – I'm sorry. No, <laughs> sorry, Nellie. Um, uh, what happens is Mark Schwann kind of – I like to think he does what we do when we're thinking about, like, what could we do to put on the site to make it better. We think of our own ideas. What – he does and what Lindsay Wolfington, the music supervisor, does is they listen to the, like, the music they like and they're thinking, well, this would work well for the show. And Mark Schwann's a big Jimmy Eat World fan and he's a big fan of The Veils and he's a big fan of, um, they were a big fan of Sheryl Crow at the set and Joe DeVol is listening to Gavin DeGraw and that's how all of that got incorporated on the show. So it's kind of like you take what you like, you take what you know. Absolutely. Speaking of Gavin, though, I just want to, you know, maybe a little tidbit nobody knows. Whenever we redesign One Tree Hill Web, the one CD that we always have on is Gavin DeGraw. We did not design anything unless Gavin I think DeGraw it's kind of, I'm starting to think we psych ourselves out because well, I'll be sitting there. I'm like, I'm having such a mind blank. And so like, I don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. I, I don't, I don't know how to change the layout from this. I'm not getting stuck with anything. And then we'll put on the chariot album and then it's like an epiphany strikes. And that's how that gets done. Wow. Yeah. I actually told him about that too. <laughs> so um, let's let's talk about the music archive. When you first started, how in the world did you did you come up with some of these obscure bands that uh, that um, were played on? I mean, how in the world did you come up with with the with the names of the songs and the bands? I mean, some of these bands were pretty obscure back then. It's I don't come up with any of it. It's Lindsay. Who who handles all that? She's she's a music supervisor, but um. I know, but you mean just like, in terms just in terms of making the making compiling the music archive for your site. Um, oh, Courtney. Oh, okay, okay. Hours in front of the the TV because we record One Tree Hill. I mean, okay. for like you know different reasons to go back it up and find out you know what they wore or certain things or you know just to make trivia questions, whatever the case is. And yeah, some people screen cap, we study. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney would spend hours in front of the TV with the caption on, you know, find lyrics and then write them down and go on the computer and look up who it was and then play the songs. And she's like, well, I think that's what it is. And 
a couple of them she would miss, you know, because maybe they were just score music or whatever. Actually, but. I, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, with with that, I it was a little, it was normally like um music placement artists, a lot of companies and stuff who just have like their song like random songs. It's not by an actual group. It's just by the company where they'll make like maybe a one minute kind of hip hop little jingle or whatever that they'll use for a certain club scene and they're, they don't cost a lot of money to actually use for television placement so that's how those get used and so I would miss a couple of those but um, I pretty much that's didn't even need to site. hear the lyrics on some of them what? I said that's even on the site and the score music is even in there because we've been you know yeah. we talked to the, the uh, yeah. composer that does the score music and we actually have the One Tree Hill um, season 3 and 4 I think it is score CDs that we give away on the site where you can't get them anywhere else. So pretty great. Yeah. But, um, but, but back to the, the music placement songs, I would miss a couple of those. And, but for the majority of the music that got played on the show, I already knew the artist because I was just familiar with a lot of indie music. Cause I'm, I'm really into indie music, mm-hmm. but around the 10 episodes in, I started um communicating with the music supervisors who were actually three women at the time and they would fill in the little blanks and stuff of boss house and black toast and APM music companies that were local and are popular with music places for television shows. And that's pretty much how I was able to compile all of those. And were they, were they immediately open to the idea of your site or were they kind of standoffish at first? Oh yeah, no, no, no. They're immediately open. They were really, really into us having the music site because that gets so overlooked on those. It's not, not every show you watch do people sit there and go, oh, this music is amazing, or this song changed my life, or this scene was brought because, brought to life because of this particular song, or now I listen to this all the time, and they're my new favorite band. But with One Tree Hill and Dawson's Creek, even, that's huge with the show. So they're very welcoming. Actually, actually fully supported by the, the show and, you know, the producers and everything. So. And the cast members. Yeah. So it's been yeah. officialized and stuff, so. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, there's a there's a big team behind the music, and there's a big team that even goes into dressing the the cast. And so when those things get paid attention to, it it says a lot, you know. Absolutely. And you know, I mean, there there, I mean, so many people watch the show, and so many people want to, I mean, so many people, you know, get really passionate about the show, and they want to own all the music that gets played. And and you know, I mean, as we said before, some of these some of these bands, some of these songs are pretty obscure, so. It's 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 really a great resource that you guys have created to help well, well, thank you. help fans kind of connect with the music. Well, we I actually think has always been about connecting with not just through the music, but just the show in general. I don't think there's another show out there that's gone on, you know, concert tours or you know the mall tours <laughs> and and. Once your hills very the very dedicated. Even with the OC when they had soundtracks come out, I don't think they ever went for autograph signings or anything. I think Wonder Hill is the only show that's actually done that because they like they connect it to all the fans. And Mark Schwann goes out there and he meets everyone. And so, I mean, it's a very tight community of One Tree Hill love. Absolutely. <laughs> and fans, fans are very dedicated. I can't tell you how many emails we get a week where they want us to – separate the songs into like a Peyton mix or a, a Brooke mix so they can give it to their girlfriend for Valentine's day. And I'm just like, can't you go to the website? <laughs> I mean, I'd love to pick out some of the best songs, but you know, it, it gives us ideas, you know, like, uh-huh. well, we get this much of a reaction of a Lucas and Peyton soundtrack. Maybe we should add one, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. 
talk talk for a minute about the um the DVD sets. You know, one of the big gripes against the Dawson's Creek sets was that they changed almost all the music, and One Tree Hill has been able to kind of avoid that trap so far. Do you know how they get away with it when when people like Dawson's Creek and Felicity weren't able to? Well, I think Dawson's they, Creek they haven't actually. No, they they ha- they haven't. There's been a, a couple occasionally some songs that didn't make it. As for instance, when Lucas is going to marry Lindsay in season five, it was actually an an excess song that played, but on the DVD it was replaced with Carrie Brothers. Okay. So there there's certain songs that I think it sometimes comes down to you know like negotiations and and I mean I'm sure there's money that has to do with it, but. One Tree Hill, they have a lot of really good relationships too with with the artists whose music gets played. And because fans are so passionate about it, and because those certain certain songs mean so much to certain scenes, they'll kind of go with out of their way to make sure that's on the DVD. Wow. Because you can't imagine you can't imagine like the the scene in the pilot episode with Lucas and Peyton nearly running into each other if Dashboard Confessionals hands down is not playing, you know? Like it's not the yeah. same. It's just not the same. You know, there were yeah. so many Dawson's Creek scenes that were that were that that kind of pivoted on the music that was playing behind them. Uh I'm thinking of the scene uh, on the boat with uh Pacey and Joey that was scored to David Gray's This Year's Love. Mm-hmm. Or um, uh, the scene from the first season finale with Al B. Um, you know, it's it's heartbreaking when you pop those DVDs in, and it's completely different music, and it totally changes the mood of the scene. Totally. I couldn't agree with you more. I I was I was watching my Dawson's Creek DVDs, and I was so upset. But I think at the same time, when the Dawson's Creek DVDs came out, it was a long time after it had ended. So maybe that has something to do with it, that the fact that the season one of Wonder Hill was put out the same year it aired, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it might, but I'm not really sure with, like, contract issues. I don't know. Well, with Wonder Hill, I mean, Gavin DeGraw was the theme song for, I think, you know, a good portion of the season. Mm-hmm. And then his album was actually out a whole year before Wonder Hill mm-hmm. even premiered. Mm-hmm. And then he re-released the song as his single, and then, you know, now he's <laughs> popular. and Now he's and Gavin so. DeGraw. Now he's Gavin DeGraw, right? So. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and like with with contract issues, I think that's why um, that was one of the reasons why he had, what he told me was one of the reasons of why I don't want to be stopped being the theme song in season five because they kind of only had it on for four years. Okay. Like it, that was in like, but but yeah, and now they just dropped it. Another reason they dropped it is because Mark just felt it was like a new show, like them fast-forwarding four years into the future gave them like a clean slip. It's pretty much the only thing tying it together is really by name because it could be called, I don't know, Wonder Hill Fast Forward because it's so different. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm watching just as good of a show but a different one. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, I think what was great about the Fast Forward was it, it kind of they, – they were able to avoid the trap that 90210 fell into, which was – how do we keep these kids all together at the same college? And yeah. you know, One Tree Hill kind of fast-forwarding kind of wiped all that out. And it really shows them as to how different they are. See, when you're watching them all in college together and they're constantly with each other, you don't really see how much they've grown since they were in high school. But when you see them all come back, you really see, like, how much they've changed or how much some of them have stayed the same. So I, I like the fast-forward. 
but not just that. I mean, come on, get real. How realistic is that? I mean, you know, <laughs> have know. a tight group of friends in high school. I mean, you don't all stay in the same town or go to the same college or whatever. Especially and, the know, same small town. Oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so I think a lot of people were kind of upset about They're like, ah, I don't want them to fast forward. But Courtney and I were really excited about it. We're like, well, I want to happen because I didn't think it just wouldn't be realistic if they all went to the same college and stayed with each other. It just, it just wouldn't seem right. The only thing that I think that I, I miss most is just the fact of having, you know, Moira and Barry and all of them around more. I mean, I miss Whitey. I miss Karen. Yeah. Yeah. I miss all of them. But, uh, I, mean, no, I think it's been cool. Show, but. but, you know, I like that they can come back. Like, that Mark always finds a way to bring them back here and there. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's good. So it's it's pretty clear from visiting the site that, that you two have a pretty good relationship with the entire cast. Uh, is that fair or no? Um, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that over the past um, few years, they, they're always been very supportive. Like, we'll see Hillary, and she'll be very excited, you know, wanting to know what's going on with One Trail Web. And I think that her think, mom goes to the site almost every day. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we developed a good relationship with Bevan Prince, and um, so that that's always been cool. And, you know, I, they've always been supportive, and I'm – I think that's pretty awesome that you work so hard on one thing and that they take notice and they appreciate it and they're supportive of it and they want to know what's going on with it. And that's always been cool. And Mark Schwann is very, very supportive of our site. So that's always Did you guys ever get to go down to Wilmington and kind of hang out? Oh, yeah. We did in um, 2007 for the charity game. Yeah, we went down for the wow. charity game. That was got, so much fun. tour of the set and the on-location spots and everything. And I mean, actually, if you go to our site, I think there's a – a whole section of our photo gallery where it's all of our photos from that weekend. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was pretty awesome exploring trick and getting to see like the actual like things up close and, and just being able. To, I was I think I searched like Lupe Fiasco's skateboards that were still stapled to the wall and I was like looking at every little detail. <laughs> and then you know you had to take a picture in front of Lucas's locker and <laughs> yeah, you had to take a picture in front. Of, we were taking pictures in front of lockers and stuff. It was fun. <laughs> I mean, we're still fans of the show. It's nice to be able to go down there and be like, well, you know, we we work on this site 20 hours a day, every day, so it feels. And I was actually <laughs> surprised about how small the town really is. I oh, felt yeah. like I was <laughs> in like a little, little itty-bitty island. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it is a small town. And, you know, the sets, like, they look so much bigger on TV, like when oh. you're in Dan's living room, but it's actually not that big. So <laughs> it's very surreal being there. But yeah, the ca- we saw the cast. We saw them filming some of season four. That was awesome. It was actually the last shot in the season yeah. four finale, where they're at the base, where they're baseball, where they're at the basketball court, and they're all playing girls versus boys. That was cool to be able to watch that being filmed. Wow. And we met so many fans, and it was weird because a lot of them knew who we were, and were like, "Well, I don't know how you know who I am." <laughs> <laughs> you don't normally see photos of us anywhere. It's like very random. <laughs> but no, we love talking to the fans. We love yeah, it. We, we have our, our AIMs that we, you know, we get online and we chat with everyone. We try and answer all of our emails. There's a lot of them, but we try and answer all of them. <laughs> and we're on MySpace and Facebook, and I think we just, we want to stay, you know, just to find out what they want on the site. Absolutely. I mean, otherwise, why would we do the site? But. You know, yeah. it's, it's really great that you know who you're doing it for. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, we support the show 100%, but that's why we started the site was to give other fans 
what we want to see. We know that there were other people who wanted to do the same thing, and so we're helping them out. I mean, we do we don't do the website just for the show; we do it for the fans. So, absolutely, yeah. one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> so, talk about the show. I'm sure you have favorite characters or or storylines or episodes. Oh, favorite characters. Is that is that okay to say our favorite couple? <laughs> I don't I know. Try and stay away from that most of the time, but it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous <laughs> ground treading on Brucus and Layton fans. <laughs> yeah, it's like we've been asked that question. I think uh, almost at least once a day. Who, who yeah. our favorites are? Sometimes I'm afraid to say, like especially. Well, okay, I'll I'll admit it. My favorite couples, Lucas and Peyton. Okay. I I mean I, I those are, and I I think those are actually my favorite characters too like Luke and Peyton and Mouse I love them. I've always been a fan of Naley I think or Nathan Haley yeah however you want to clarify that but yeah Nelly loved um, Nathan first episode I'm like but he's being a jerk and she's like not nah, he's like my favorite he's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> how about how about favorite favorite storylines or favorite episodes do you my does favorite particularly stand out. Uh, I want to say the the psycho Derek storyline, but I don't think that's my favorite. Um, my favorite. I don't know. I think it's more so like favorite season. I can't really pick a favorite episode. Okay. I think yeah. favorite season. One of them be like season one is one of my that's favorite. That's the start of it, bro. But I don't really like season two that much. I think because of the whole split between Nathan and Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Naley fan. She's such a Naley fan. <laughs> Even though I think season two was worse for Leighton fans, she she chalks it up to Nayley fans. <laughs> but no, um, I think any storyline with music is what gets me. Like anything like that they're when Peyton's building up a, a concert or anything like that, that's uh-huh. my favorite. But I really did actually love the Psycho Derek thing. I thought that was crazy. <laughs> I kind of like who tried to kill Dan. Yeah, that, that was fire cool. and all of that, but. I like I all those accidents. Yeah, so many favorite acts. Crazy. There's an accident every season, isn't there? Isn't there, Nelly? Like, there's an accident in season one. There's an accident. There's an accident every season. I think that's that's consistent. <laughs> I think it's really be which one was our favorite accident. I'd like to think it was. Uh, <laughs> I think oh. mine was Haley getting hit by the car. Oh, that one. That's officially my favorite episode. Of that one right there. Wow. That you know, was that the episode one, where they won the state championship. That's my, I think that's my favorite episode. That one was totally crazy, too, because, you know, I, I, I stay pretty spoiler-free, so I don't really know what's going to happen. And, you know, the, the last five minutes of that episode were absolutely insane. You know what? You brought up a good point. We don't, we don't do it either. We, you will not find a, a, a big spoiler updated section on our website. <laughs> that's something you won't find because in order to post the spoilers, we have to read them, and we hate reading them. <laughs> In fact, a lot of people go, well, do you have any new spoilers? And we're like, no, but we have some good links for you because <laughs> we're not yeah, reading them. <laughs> I mean, we have an idea somewhat of what's, what happens on the rest of the season, but uh-huh. we try to stay away from detail, you know, and um, we try to stay away from watching them film, like filming pictures that fans take because, yeah. you know, we liked that in season one, you hardly had any of that. So all the episodes were fresh, and you're on the edge of your seat like, what? When Lucas got hit by the car. But now when you find out, oh, in so-and-so episode, um, Nathan's going to crash his race car, or in so-and-so episode, the limo's going to go off. It's like, okay, I know what's going to happen. Thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> we're so into it, we, we cut off our phones and everything during One Tree Hill night. Yeah. Don't bother us while we're watching One Tree Hill. <laughs> So, for and instance, don't worry, when it's over, the music will be updated. 
for instance, did you know that Dan was going to shoot Keith during the school shooting episode? Did Did you see that coming at all, or were you totally stunned? I was stunned. I knew someone was going to die. I think there was a collective gasp from yeah. all, all of us. I don't think I don't think there was a gasp. I don't think there was a gasp. I don't think sound came out. I think <laughs> I think our our jaws just hit the floor, and then it ended, and there was no preview for the next episode. So we're like hiatus time. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the hiatus thing, though, because a lot of people have, you know, emails every day, and they think we are One Tree Hill. They think we're the cast and crew. Uh And I just want to go on there and say that we are not the cast and crew. (laughs) You know, we have no control over what happens with the storyline or or if Brooke and Lucas are going to get together. Yeah, we can't make Lucas pick Brooke. Or when the show goes on break. And a lot of people think that a break necessarily means that a new season is starting, and it doesn't. I mean, every show has at least two breaks in between every season where they take a couple of weeks and there's no new episodes. And then, you know, they have the new episodes and it doesn't mean it's the start of a new season. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, mean, I think that's one of the big I got questions. Email, yeah. I got about, I got a few emails today asking me when season six comes out on DVD. I'm like, well, it, it well, should come out finished. in September, <laughs> but it's not finished. It's not done airing. <laughs> Don't worry about it yet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> So but, yeah. you you mentioned these hiatuses. Do they drive you crazy? Because you know I like hiatuses. We I welcome like them because it gives us a little bit of a break from updating well, a little bit. It it gives us a, a a break from updating, but it certainly doesn't give us a break because we love that time in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and in the spring where we can either revamp our website or yeah. add yeah, some new ideas. Redo anything. Yeah, yeah. I I love hiatuses. I do. We update the site every day. Whether you see that it's been updated or not really doesn't matter because even if we're not updating news or something, we are on the site changing stuff We're adding pictures. We're, we're doing organizing something to improve something. it. I mean, I don't think there's a day that goes by that we don't work on the website. So. Excellent. There isn't. <laughs> <laughs> there you know, isn't. But these, these hiatuses, they always end with the most tantalizing nail-biting cliffhangers. I mean, this show has the best cliffhangers anyway, and, and you know, oh, I, I would imagine it drives so many fans crazy because – you know, you want to know what happens next. There should be some good hip cliffhangers the rest of the season too. Yeah, if, if, if what I'm hearing is right. We're in, we're in from some good cliffhangers and some. The rest, there's eight new episodes left to complete the season. The season finale is May 18th, and wow. it is going to be some awesome edge of your seat episodes. I hear. I just hope Lucas and Peyton stay together. I think they've well, no, had enough um, trouble. <laughs> from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, then there should be some not tying this season. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So we're coming back on Monday, uh, March 16th, and is it going to run straight through again, or will there be another another mini hiatus in there in between? Um, I think there might be maybe a one week break, or but I, okay. I'm pretty sure it's going to be eight episodes straight through. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure about that either. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's eight. That's what. That's what I'm being told that there's definitely. Definitely eight episodes, and then there's going to be the the break, the summer break, and season seven is definitely happening. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask you about that. We we know there's a season season seven coming on the horizon. Um, has that early pickup kind of changed at all what they had planned for the remainder of this season that you know of? Um, I don't because think... usually they don't get that early pickup. Usually it's right down to the wire. Yeah, well, last actually, season was usually you find also. Yeah, but usually you find out. Um, well, last season it was kind of picked up early because of the writers' block writer's um, strike situation, but this year, because of the early pickups, since we didn't hear about it in May, it's kind of, I don't think it really affected the show as much as it 
affected the fans. The fans have caused an internet frenzy because there's been so many rumors about, you know, who's coming back because yeah. everybody's known that the cast is signed on for six seasons. Exactly. So with this, I mean, I'm hearing Chad's not coming back, Hillary's not coming back, and the truth is that no one no, has no, signed no. on yet. I mean, Nobody there, knows. There have been some people that have confirmed that Chad and Hillary are coming back, but, you know, we have our OTH insiders, and, you know, <laughs> we went to them this week, and we're like, well, we need to know. Who's coming back? Or, you know, is there no one yet. No <laughs> one is signed on. No one is signed on yet. So, wow. so it's just that rumors if Chad and Hillary are coming back because we really don't know who is and who isn't. But I, you know, I think they should calm down, relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they uh, negotiations are still being made, so they should just you know be patient because a lot of people have said, well, you know, Chad has gone on to say I'm not coming, I'm not going to do another season, and so and so has said I'm not going to do another season, but that doesn't mean they don't change their mind, you know? Exactly. So at this point in time, rumors are strictly rumors. And the only truth, you know, right now is that some may come back, some might, some, they might all come back, but I don't think any actors should be singled out. So I think fans right. were really scared about that. So I think that's kind of what's affecting the rest of season six or fans are screaming and freaking themselves <laughs> out that they're not going to see Chad. And it's like, you don't know, calm down. <laughs> You know, Hillary so, posted a video on her blog late last month, kind of intimating that she may not be around after the end of the, after the end of the season. Um, uh, do you know anything about that at all, or or was it just kind of I a, think, um, a ploy actually, to stir people up? Or when I when I watched the video, I noticed that you know she it, it kind of looks like she implied that she wouldn't be coming back, but she actually was just talking about how much she's enjoyed her time on the show, but that she didn't have any creative control. Yeah. And I think that kind of you know sticks with what I said. You know, there's everybody's contracts are up. And so I think, you it's know, kind of it's, all depending. Yeah. It, you don't know who's coming back. That, let's just put out there that one of them did decide not to come back. I mean, honestly, if it was Chad, I mean, how is Hillary going to, you know, come and do her part if Luke is Who's Peyton going to cry for? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I think, I think that's more of what she was implying that, you know, nobody knows who signed on, so she doesn't really know how – you know, concrete her part is on the show. I mean, but I mean, even James, James has gone on to say that if, if the majority of the cast wasn't coming back, then he wouldn't either. But you really, you really don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that everyone comes back because to me, it's not One Tree Hill without all of them. But that's that's how I feel. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm still upset that Brenda left Nine on Two and Zero. I mean. So isn't it isn't it funny that that Ratings for the season have have risen pretty dramatically, and you know here we are in the sixth year of the show. It, it usually doesn't happen like that. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. In fact, I think in season in season three, I think it started to dwindle a little bit, and then when season four um, picked up, it's because it was a new network. I think a lot of shows were having that kind of issue because it was a new network. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that the fast forward because it opened up a whole new type of storyline, and the relationships were different, and like older people were able to connect with it because it wasn't high school drama. But I you know, so I think like the underdogs of the CW, I mean, everyone expects that they're not, you know, as up there as gossip girl and Absolutely. everything, but I don't but, but I think the fact that they've been on as long as they have kind of speaks for itself. I mean, I, I, when it wasn't sure, we weren't sure if they were coming back for another season, the fans really pulled together and we want our show on the network. So, 
the, the biggest thing about television is its viewers, and I don't think any show has viewers like One Tree Hill does. Their viewers are so dedicated. No you, they can't miss an episode. And, you I've know, never this show met has aired on this like show that. has aired on three different nights and several different time slots, and and you know the fans just follow it wherever it goes. I mean, it usually doesn't happen like that. Well, I think yeah, I think something should be said of the fact that One Tree Hill goes neck and neck with Gossip Girl as far as ratings go. They go neck and neck with almost every show on the network. So it really has no idea what's the new. It has nothing to do with what's the new hot show versus mm-hmm. One Tree Hill because One Tree Hill still has it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, any show can come on and off the CW, but I think One Tree Hill is one of them that I will watch no matter what. Yeah. And Mark does a good, Mark and all the writers, they do a really good job, and they've done a really good job with the last two seasons, and I think that's why um, the ratings have just, they've they've skyrocketed. Absolutely. It's been so good. Every week we're hearing good things about ratings, and that just makes us happier because that just means it's a better chance we're going to have another year to do this. You bet. You bet. And, you know, they, they've got a really good thing going with – you mentioned Gossip Girl. They've got a really good thing going with Gossip Girl now that they're paired on Monday nights. It's, right. It's one, of the, it's one of the few things that's really working on the CW right now. Oh, yeah. And, I, I mean, when you've got, like, a good night of – TV. I mean, if you're not if you're not familiar with Gossip Girl and you're waiting for One Tree Hill to come on, you'll get into that. And if you're a big fan of Gossip Girl but never really got into One Tree Hill, I mean, you kind of can start watching One Tree Hill at any time, and you'll just get into it. Like I think that's the cool thing about it. It's not like it's not like you have to. You'll just want to go back and buy and all the seasons on you know, Turn on Soapnet. I mean, <laughs> they're running the backup shows. If you need recaps, go to OneTreeHillWeb.net. I don't take care of you. <laughs> so what's coming up for the remainder of the season? Do we know anything that we can kind of tip off? Um, well, Barbara Allen Woods returns next week in the new episode, and that should Excellent. be interesting. Um, Deb and Dan are going to be babysitting Jamie. <laughs> and then, um, James Lafferty is actually directing one of the upcoming episodes. and Yeah, he'll direct episode um, 622, which will air in April. Um, Nick Lachey is going to be, be appearing. Yeah. I think it's that three ep- episodes he's going to be in. Um, yeah, they start mid-April. He's actually oh, wow. playing himself a play- wow. pretty much. I mean, he's playing a, a kind of a washed up boy band member who kind of needs Haley's help. Haley's help to bring his <laughs> career um, back, you know. Actually, and- uh, Lucas and Peyton get a shocker this season, and Peyton, I don't think we've seen the end of Peyton's tears. No. I, th- I think there's I some more to, to come. <laughs> and actually... Very exciting. Next um, next week's episode, the Matthew Cause from Not a Surf is actually composing all the music, all the score music. Fantastic. So that that should be cool. Um, Matthew Ryan and Grace Potter of Grace Potter Nocturnal actually composed two episodes this season. So wow. that's what Mark's been doing this year is having um, a lot of the artists whose yeah. who's music has been like a really important asset to the show. Absolutely. They're actually they're composing, and I think that's awesome. And it, it must be great fun for the musicians as well. Oh yeah, I mean it's a whole different it's a whole different thing. I mean, they're getting new fans in different ways. I mean, I think as a musician, just to be able to be cre- creative and stuff, I think it's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, we have some new favorites from you know all the music that's on the show. I mean, oh, yeah. I've I've heard stuff I haven't you know I would have never picked up before. <laughs> And just because Courtney, Courtney, we have our computers side by side when we're working on the website, and Courtney's playing it. Office, yeah. I was like, who is that? 
<laughs> and a lot of my favorite artists are, are have uh, that needed exposure have gotten exposure on Wonder Hill, like James Morrison, who is just an incredible singer and musician. His songs have been played on Wonder Hill, and I, I love I love that. And I'm really excited that you know um, Tyler Hilton was such a big part of the show as he was. Absolutely, we love Tyler Hilton. In fact, I need him back. That's, that's my little message. He needs to come back on the show because Chris Keller, Tree Hill needs Chris Keller, and I'm pretty sure Chris Keller needs Tree Hill. Well, we actually just talked to him, too, about, you know, if he would ever want to come back to One Tree Hill or, you know, or how he liked being on the show and everything. And that's on our online magazine, Fan yeah, Asian. So. Yeah, yeah, he, he wants to come back. There's a girl in the chat room named Michelle, and she's kind of asking something related to Fanvasion. Uh, she's asking, out of all the celebrities that you've interviewed, who is your favorite? Ooh, me. Uh, well, honestly, I could probably, me, Courtney, would have to say Taylor Hansen of Hansen because <laughs> I have grown up listening to Hansen since Absolutely. I was nine years old. And just the fact of being able to talk to him and hear his thoughts on his songs and, and express my feelings towards I think that was an awesome moment for me. I'm still kind of... <laughs> floating on that and it's been a year I, I personally don't think i have you know a specific favorite i just like the fact of you know nobody is ever what they seem when we talk to them i mean i think one of the ones we recently did colby Aldanis and menudo they are such nice people that you know a lot you know you know, hear rumors about how nice people are how not so nice they are and uh-huh. it's it's kind of cool to see that you know they're still down to earth and everything so that's what i like about doing these. we've ever had a bad experience i think that's that's probably the easiest way to say i mean like we don't have a favorite person probably that we've interviewed because i don't think we've had someone we didn't love you know wow. right i think everyone's always everybody that we've talked to have been really really nice and i so including I'm the like, cast members from one tree hill <laughs> the ca- there you go there's our answer the cast of one tree hill <laughs> All of them. I mean, we've we've talked to them all, and they've all been awesome. Hillary is actually a lot of fun to interview because of her background at MTV, because she's interviewed people. Absolutely. I think it's like all, it's a whole different to interview people who interviewed for a <laughs> <our> living. <laughs> so she knows she knows what we what we're gonna ask. I think before we know what we're gonna ask, I feel like she sees it coming, and then when we shock her in certain questions, she always gives great answers. I love interviewing Hillary. She, she is she is quite funny. Too. Yeah, she's hysterical. She's, so, she's fun to be around, but yeah, I forget my questions when I'm just talking to her because it just, <laughs> it just, if it, it throws you off because you start talking like you know uh-huh. friends and stuff because she's uh-huh. just so awesome. She's she's someone who makes you feel completely comfortable all the time. That's what I've gotten from wow. her. And we've been following Hillary since she was since her first day at MTV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, she's awesome. I, the whole cast is awesome. That's yeah. great. So when. When the show ends, have you given any thought to kind of the future of the website past the show? Will it continue? Will it will it morph into something else? Have you you know do you have any plans for for the future of One Tree Hill Web dot net? We don't not think about that. Yeah, we try not to think about that because it's obvious reason. But I don't think we take it. I don't think we'd stop. I I'm not sure if we'd if I don't think I agree with you. I don't think we'd stop. I think it either if we continued it, it would be, you know, we're following the cast members from the show, you know, like what Chad's up to, what Hillary's up to, James, you know. Okay. And of course everything wouldn't be, be as detailed because I mean, what would you have? I mean, we wouldn't have music to update every week and we wouldn't yeah. have fashion update every week, but Yeah, a lot of stuff would be archived, but I think if we didn't, you know, that we would just leave it up. 
Yeah. I mean, because we've worked so hard on all of that. I don't even know how many hours we've worked on that site. I know it's been I almost, can tell you. I think I calculated one time. In the past November, year, it'll be six years, so. We've spent I mean, over 1,200 hours. Wow. And a yeah. lot of stuff has happened to us over the years that we've made a lot of friends through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, our best friend we met through One Tree Hill. So. Uh, yeah, at the Friends with Benefit um, autograph signing for CDs in New York City back in 2006 is where we met one of our best friends. So One Tree Hill brings people together. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to leave that website up but no matter what happens, bring more people together because I can't tell you, even now, I'll, I'll be watching Dawson's Creek and I'll want to know what that song was and I'll go to look Absolutely. it up and if his site's not around, what do I have? You know? <laughs> so I, don't, I wouldn't want to deprive people who from loving One Tree Hill of, uh, <laughs> of music. Or you think you're always going to remember what the name of the song is or who the singer is, and then you know, time passes and you forget. And it's 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 good to have a resource to go back to and revisit. Right, right, yeah. right. I don't think Courtney will ever forget. She's got that kind of burned into her memory. Yeah, apparently have a, a flash drive of of music burned into my my brain. <laughs> it's re- it's kind of creepy sometimes. I'll be like, well, what was that song that played here? And she'll be she'll name it off. I'm like. I don't, I don't even yeah. know how you did that. I don't even remember that. <laughs> that's something that you, you, you do notice. Like, uh, I think that's probably like the funniest joke that we've gone on because every episode has a different title and a different production number. We've always been able to, from episode one to, to the last episode that aired, I've always been able to name the title and, and <laughs> production number off the top of my head. And that was, that's always been weird. That's when you know you work too much on it. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I think you guys are absolutely terrific, and your site is terrific. It's OneTreeHillWeb.net. It is by far the most comprehensive portal of information and uh, resources about One Tree Hill on the that can be found on the net. And as they said, they they update it all the time. So uh, you should make it a, a daily visit on your on your surfing routine. <laughs> yes, absolutely, and drop us an email. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you guys are welcome here anytime, and please come back. Oh, we would love to. It was such great fun talking to you. You know, before I let you go, could I get you guys to record a promo for my show? Uh, Sure. As long as you have the words Courtney and Nellie and Brandon's buzz, the rest of it's totally up to you. Okay, now how are you going to do that? (laughs) Kind of weird that we're on the other end of this for the first time. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we're put on the spot to finish each other's sentences. Let's see how well we do that. (laughs) Do you want me to just, like, introduce myself and then you go and then we'll both, like, say um, that you're checking out Brandon's buzz? Okay, then I'll start off. Hey, this is Courtney. And this is Nellie. And we're and from OneTreeHillWeb.net. And you're checking out Brandon's, Brandon's Buzz. Buzz. Fantastic. Thank you guys so, so much. Uh, no problem. Does that come out okay? Absolutely. It was great. Okay. Because you want us to do it again, we would do it for you because, you know. <laughs> if you want to do it again, you're more than welcome. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll take the Brandon's Buzz and she can take the OneTreeHillWeb.net. That way we're not overlapping. Okay. Okay, hey, this is Courtney. And this is Nellie from OneTreeHillWeb.net. And you're checking out Brandon's Buzz. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you guys so, so much for coming and hanging out. And please come back anytime. Thank well, you. Thank for you for having us. us. And we'd love to come back. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye. The phenomenal Courtney and Nellie, everybody, the webmasters of OneTreeHillWeb.net. Please go check it out. It's great. As I said, there's a complete music archive. There's com- there are complete episode recaps. There's all kinds of information on the on the site. 
And uh, if you love One Tree Hill, you should definitely check out the site. It's great, onetreehillweb.net. As I said at the beginning, this is my final live show for a couple of weeks. I've got some best-of shows coming up in the next couple of weeks, and then I'll be back on the air live in April with Jan Arden, with um, Nicholas Walker, with, uh, good Lord, Jimmy Demers, Jessica Tuck is coming up, all kinds of great guests. Uh, so stay tuned to www.blogtalkradio.com slash Brandon's Buzz for complete show information on upcoming guests and past shows. Also check out brandonsbuzz.com, my blog. There is a complete radio archive up during, uh, during under the radio tab. Just click the radio button. It will take you to a complete archive, and you can check out past shows, and you can also check out um, uh, uh, help me out here. Uh, posters that my that my pal Joanne has made for the show for me to advertise the shows. Uh, so that's great. That's at brandonsbuzz.com. Also, I'm on iTunes, guys. Type Brandon's Buzz in the iTunes Music Store search box. Scroll down to the podcast section. Click on my little logo, and you can subscribe to the show, or you can also download individual old shows as podcasts. Uh, that's at the iTunes Music Store. So I'm all over the Internet. There's no excuse not to uh, be able to find me, not to, fi- not to see me. Just... Google Brandon's Buzz, and you will come up with something that will lead you to this show. And I appreciate you coming to this show and listening to the show and enjoying the show. Drop me a line. Leave me comments on the website. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see, what I could be doing better, what I'm doing great with. Um, I want to hear everybody's feedback, and it's crucial to me, and it's very important to the guys at Blog Talk Radio because they look at all of that, and uh, they look at the stats, they look at the comments, they look at everything, and it helps keep me on the air, and I like being on the air, so by all means, drop me a line or leave me a comment and tell me what you like. So, final live show for a couple of weeks. Got some best of shows coming up uh, the, the, the uh, last half of March, and I'll be back in April with uh, some great new shows right here on Brandon's Buzz. Please stay tuned for Brandon's Buzz. I'm Joan Van Ark, and the buzz is hot. So if you feel that you just can't take it, and your world isn't what it seems, don't forget that life can be what you make it, better when you live on a street of dreams. Hey, this is Nia Peoples, and you're with Brandon's Buzz. Place to be. Hi, this is Peggy Scott Adams, and guess what? I am buzzing with my man, Brandon on Brandon Buzz. This is Michael Brainerd on Brandon's Buzz. Are you Buzz? This is Maya Bialik, and you are lucky enough to be listening to Brandon's Buzz. Are y'all still on the line? Yeah, we didn't know who was saying that. <laughs> no, it's cool. I, I I just saw you still on the switchboard. Thank you so much for for uh, coming and hanging out. Like I said, it was it was a really great show, and I appreciate you guys uh, coming and chatting with me for a bit. My uh, Sherry Ann um, texted me halfway through, and her conference ran over, and so she wasn't able to make it. So that's why she didn't call in. But that's okay. Well, we had a lot of fun, and we appreciate you having us. And you know, we'll look forward to posting. It on our site. <laughs> you know what? I, I will send you. Um, Blog Talk Radio makes available these little players that have individual episodes on them, and they're usually posted half an hour or so after the show ends. So what I'll do okay. is I'll send you. A, I'll send you a player, and I'll send you the raw HTML code, and you can embed it on your site if you want to. 
Okay, you, you can send it to Loretta, or you can just email one of us directly. I mean, it's Nelly or Courtney at WinterHillWeb.net. So. Excellent. Okay. Okay, so thanks Fantastic. a lot. Thank you okay. so much. All right, bye-bye. Bye.